0: Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Reluctant Vegan Sum Podcast. This is such a fast-paced episode. We're all over the place today, and that's okay. It's a come-as-you-are party. We talk about how Nikki won two competitions, songwriting competitions, and her songs are getting airtime. So go check that out. I will be posting about that soon. And we also talk about women in sports. Four really talented female athletes started a company to promote young women in sports that don't necessarily get airtime. so enjoy. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up, and I love it. So, hit the music!
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What's going on, people? This is the 39th episode of the Reluctant Vegan Sump Podcast. I'm Adam, the reluctant vegan son, and I'm joined by the incomparable live from Alaska, Nikki Naraden. Well, I guess this isn't live, so recorded straight <laughs> from Alaska. Right. The one and only vegan doc star, Nikki Naraden. Hello, hello. On. And your mom. And my mom. It's <laughs> the only reason why she's here. Nah. I'm kidding. he's great too. <laughs> he keeps trying to replace me too. He keeps I like don't saying, try to replace. You. Somebody else is going to be on the
1: podcast. I think I'm going to do it with this person. Come on, you're you're looking too.
0: If anybody wants to join me on this podcast,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's available and ready. He's ready to get rid of his mom. I'm not ready. No, see, we have this great thing. But yeah. if anybody else wants to come on then we could do this thing and we could have more podcast episodes. I think that would be great way to expand and do more. Just got to figure out who to have on and keep emailing Daniel Negrano. If anybody knows him or anybody, <laughs> but I yeah, it doesn't it. have to be, doesn't have it to doesn't be even him. have to be Daniel Negrano. It, it could be anybody. It could be you. It
1: could be me. <laughs> it could be
0: you out there in listening land. What's this song? It could be you. It could be me. Could be... Is that from Hamilton or something? I think that's from Hamilton. Is it really? Yeah. The <laughs> Hamilton song. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give up my shot. Exactly. Oh, no. I was trying to think. Was it? I know. I know what song it is. It's in my head. I'm going to hear the song and I'll be like, oh, fuck. Why? Well, I could have known it was that song. But talking <laughs> about music, somebody here might have written a song that won a contest. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so two Nikki, songs, actually. Yeah, two songs, you won two contests or you wrote two I, songs? Well, I got one into one. a Valentine's
1: show. So my music was played on WNIR, which is an independent radio station online for two weeks during Valentine's Day week. And this is uh, the best women uh, in independent music in 2021. And my song was chosen as one of the songs. And there are others, obviously, but we don't okay. care about those. Well, we don't care about them.
0: Actually, I'm sure they're great songs, too. But,
1: <laughs> but it'll be played for two
0: weeks again on WNIR. When? When will it be played again? It's already being played. Again? Oh. Yeah, what if they it's... just kept playing it because it's a good song and they play more of your music? I think that's what should happen.
1: Well, what they do is they do radio slots and certain shows. And so this is the best independent women's Artist of 2021 radio show and so it's hmm. a three-hour slot that happens every night for two weeks and i'm one of the artists but the two weeks
0: started. are over are they not no. if they started on valentine's day no th- that was the
1: valentine's day show that was a different okay
0: show. yeah so now you're up to this new show
1: exactly that's being played. sweet the two weeks were over from valentine's day that yeah true.
0: we were supposed to talk about this- that a couple of weeks ago, but we talked about <laughs> other things. We talked about forget about, forget about Valentine's forget Day. About about. <laughs> we talked about Valentine's Day, and so we did. That's true. Yeah, we're going back to Valentine's Day. Well, her song's called Growing Old Together. That was the one on Valentine's Day. The new one is called Lady Jane Grey. I was talking about the one on Valentine's Day, but oh, okay. well, it's- is the one on Valentine's Day not being played for the new one, or it's still so the new song's being played Correct. during the new one, but the Valentine's Day one, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. I thought it was maybe the same song. See, look at this recognition. And then when her LP comes out and they're all together, and then she's going to have the greatest hits.
1: Exactly. Just... I mean, I have an old album out, yeah.
0: which all of my wonderful
1: friends and family listen to. And if you yeah. want to listen to it too, it's on Spotify. It's mm-hmm. called
0: Elemental by Nikki and the Human Element. Lily's calling. Uh, Lily, OG Vegan Lily, my sister is calling. in. And if you didn't know the theme song, the theme music or the intro music, for this podcast is a song by Nikki it's called change changes and it's about uh, something I don't know about so
1: <laughs> it's, it's, about, it's about definitely something you don't know about But that's why that's- <laughs> <laughs> the song, I
0: think because like I thought it was cool because like- I was going through I was going through her songs I was, I was thinking this would be a great shot first of all I don't know enough about copyright so I don't have to worry about copywriting my mom's song <laughs> That's the first thing. I'm so not gonna sue you. (laughs) Exactly. So I don't have to worry about that. I could come up with something by myself, but my guitar playing was just starting off, and I like this intro as like a thing. It's just like a yelling and then a little chorus, and it worked. But the song's about menopause. Yeah,
1: a heavy metal song. It's a cool song, but it's about menopause. Which (laughs) yeah, definitely, and most of your listeners probably don't know about it.
0: Uh, My listener database, according to anchors, over 50 percent woman female. It's over 50%
1: women. That's true. But I think they're younger,
0: aren't they? No, it's like, you know, well, isn't menopause? Oh, I don't know anything about menopause. <laughs> I was like, period. Menopause, menopause happens in your mid to late forties and uh, beyond. I'm yeah. assuming your fan base is a little younger than that. I don't know. I I just look on what it says on Anchor and I really don't concern myself with my fan base at this point because I just try to promote myself. In I think we have great conversations for all ages. I just Thing we should promote myself maybe that should be our uh instagram post for next week it'll be us over menopause no no that's too
1: much <laughs> you can do whatever <laughs>
0: fuck you want How would
1: that even work i have no clue did you put up the the instagram of our I put up this in toilet paper or i did toilet paper how'd that I go did.
0: i had one of me one of us and one of you i'm actually doing a photo shoot for my website so i'll have new pictures one it went fine i mean um uh It didn't get, it doesn't get tons of response, but it got some good response. I thought it was pretty fun. And really, I don't care what people think. It's just promoting. And I think it's pretty funny and hopefully you enjoy it. And if you do enjoy this podcast as well, you should like, (laughs) subscribe and comment and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or just subscribe wherever. And I keep saying, well, maybe post some of these recordings on YouTube, but it seems like that might never happen. I'm, I'm sure it will happen. You don't have to decide
1: yeah. it based on your past. You could just That's do something true. related to your future. That is you're very true. You're 39, man. We are. People do 39 things consistently in a row, figuring out content, doing you are an example of what is possible, Adam. This is pretty awesome.
0: I do come up with all the content. She's just here. Uh yeah. but yeah, she talks also about how every time she's like, oh my God, you're on the 39th. Watch next week it's gonna be, oh my god, you're on the 40th episode. What have you done 40 times in a row that has figured this out? But I just wanted to talk about you and your songs right now because oh, well, you, you did right. win the, the competitions and and they're good songs. It's it's just how'd you come up with them? I mean, you write based on your life experience. You just want to speak a little bit and that's true. Go that's for true. it.
1: Well, uh, Lady Jane Grey is is a pretty interesting rock and roll song, loosely based well not really even loosely based on this queen Jane Grey who actually was promoted to power for nine days in order to further or advance her family's status. And then the, whoever was opposing came in basically took her off the throne and then beheaded her, she was killed. And I was just thinking about the way women are kind of used for advancement of other people and then they're disposed of in a way. And so the other part of the song, it's a very light content song. The other part of the song is about this patient of mine who was addicted to methamphetamine and she was very young and she was being prostituted by the drug dealer that was, yeah, I know really, (laughs) you should see Adam's face now, if you could see his face but being prostituted by the person that was actually feeding her the drugs. And again, another story about you know, how women are manipulated. So even though one was a queen and one was a meth addict, you know, there still is this sexism that manipulates women in certain ways. So that's what the story's about. But there's some excellent, you know, hard drive and rock and roll guitar playing. The, you know, session drummer from Bruce Springsteen's band, Larry Eagle, is doing the drum track on this mm-hmm. one. Rob Taube at Bad Dad Studios is just an amazing producer and an amazing artist and co-writer. Mm-hmm. And and a tremendous amount of that song so it's a pretty fantastic song yeah,
0: yeah. and that's awesome i was just say see my question why why because i don't understand human nature very well i mean i understand human nature and why people think certain ways but i don't understand what could possibly drive someone to think or first of all i mean you have the methodic but i just don't see it often outside of movies of somebody being pimped out. I know it's a travesty in this country. Sex trafficking is one of, is a huge problem all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you can see it now. The internet provides lights. I mean, when they uncover the sex trafficking rings or just, you see the scale of the smuggling and people getting kidnapped and it's, I don't think it's as frequent in the U S it might be, I might be entirely wrong now but especially in other countries it's it's really terrible and you just it's just yeah i got no words i got no you you said it's a travesty it's a travesty against women and humanity it's a humanity problem i mean that's the thing i don't understand what could what would drive the uh guy to do that or what i mean i guess he is dealing meth and I'm sure there's other things going on in his life so but he's doing something awful and I don't know that's just my thing is just kind of that is terrible yeah and no, I
1: agree yeah you know, just that so it's probably a mixture of capitalism and male domination and mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's money, it's power, money, money, and power. It's, it's brutal. It's if interesting. everybody had enough, it wouldn't look quite like this, but mm-hmm. really they keep us
0: vying for small scraps. Also of you course. wonder why people are meth addicts when people don't have enough. They tend to turn to things. Somebody's like, Oh, Hey, try this. If you don't really have much, you, you might be more open to trying meth. And then cause meth, I mean, it affects people who are well off too. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But not but not as much. With disproportionality, I think, is pretty extreme. What do you mean exactly? Well, I would assume that most people who do meth, not because... And this might be my image. I might have a preconceived image of this. But it drugs like meth don't affect necessarily well-off people, rich people, as much as it does poor people. And I'm not taking that as a sign of their character. I'm just saying... That's just something that tends to happen. Drugs when they were communities. You talk about drug epidemics or drug crisis. When it was a war on drugs, the drugs were in, you know, poor communities.
1: Right. Well, the, the war happened in poor communities. Drugs yeah. were drugs. Well, drugs brown. are always
0: all over. There was opium, but, there was yeah.
1: tons of drugs. Yeah. Cocaine was tremendously but now, big during that time.
0: But so, now you see nowadays, now they're calling the it an epidemic were, instead of a war on drugs. It's terrible, but, but the war
1: on drugs were were directed specifically At, against poor communities. Yep, and poor people of color, one hundred percent, exactly. People exactly. say that now it's not the war on drugs; now it's the epidemic.
0: Mm. And, and there were theories that crack cocaine was introduced by the FBI or some shit like that.
1: Oh, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, I'm a I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Theorist, and when I'm talking about that, I'm not talking about like there's a conspiracy around in general. I just think that that the interest in making money and capitalism and keeping groups down is just so strong that it, mm-hmm. it feels like, like, I think there's a fine line between conspiracy and what's going on in order to promote something.
0: Well, we were talking about that, I think, a few weeks ago. I still yeah. haven't done the research necessary. So this, this conversation that could go on in the future. But if it's not proven, if it's not mainstream, then anything I think could be described as a conspiracy. right? That's right. for sure. I was right, just did. thinking, you're talking about women speaking out and women acting. I was reading uh, this morning. I kind of always read the paper, and I like bringing the interesting things. There wasn't much that's interesting. These past few we- time has been really dull. It's all about fucking politics. Politics <laughs> are boring. Uh, it's like, okay, we want to give you money, but we don't like you doing this, 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 and this. And we don't like you doing this, this, and this. And then we don't do anything. And then, look, oh, we have a 50-50 split in the 50 Because they have the president, get the majority and great. Here you go. I don't understand. I mean, I kind of understand politics. It's just it's fucking stupid. Everybody has their own agenda they're trying to push because each part of the country is different. Actually, it makes sense that politics doesn't work in this country, because when you look at how different all of our states are, what drives each state, what does things, they're all so different. I mean, if you're elected by your constituents and you're fighting for your constituents, well, somebody in New York City is going to be fighting for something different than somebody in Kansas. Now, I'd hope they'd all be fighting for the people of America. But what you individually do is very different.
1: Mm.
0: What your people want is very different. Besides the fact that they want to survive and hopefully have health insurance and shit. But, you know, besides that, see, that's the thing. That's my thinking, actually. I just came up with this now. Is that Uh that's what I think should be considered basic human rights. If somebody in New York City wants that and somebody in Bumblefuck wants that, uh, sorry for people living in bumblefuck. I just don't know a better way to describe it. If they mm-hmm. want the same thing, then that probably should be a human right.
1: Right. I mean, they've been talking about healthcare as a human right. how as I'm saying. As a human right. Totally. I completely
0: agree if, with you. If those two things agree. Now, there's something in New York City that somebody in bumblefuck might not need. And if they push for the thing in New York City, then that person can be mad. And I understand that. You're not pleasing everybody. But if they can both agree on it, that should be a basic human right, as long as it's not a juridic like. If I want a million dollars in New York City, I want a million dollars in bubble fuck. Well, maybe the government shouldn't be handing a million dollars out to each individual person. I can kind of understand that. It would be great. But not, the, I mean, the inflation rate would go through the roof. construct. I mean, that yeah. is true. Well, you can see that even more now with cryptocurrencies and stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: It's about the value. It's really interesting because there's become an online marketplace for online original items. So the original Neon Cat, do you know what Neon Cat is? Uh uh-uh, uh, tell me. It's like the little cat. It was a meme. It's like the poster. It was like a little Pop Tart with a cat face. Yeah. Nah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Neon cat. The original Neon Cat sold for 300000 And this is an online rendering. It's not even a physical copy. There are online trading cards being sold, the original copies of online trading cards being sold for tens of thousands of dollars. Wow, that's amazing. It's not even physical. Right. Right.
1: That's so interesting. Most so that's why that. money does seem like a, ver- like, so you get to decide what you make it mean. So mm-hmm. if I said to you, okay, what do you think about making a buck? You're like, oh, I can do that. I said, well, what do you think about making $10 million? And then you'd have different feelings about, making $10 million because in your mind, you think you couldn't do it. But if you believed you can do it and then took whatever steps and and thoughts you needed Mm -hmm. to get there, but, but there, it's a very fixed thing. You really only believe that there's a ceiling or some kind of cap as to how much you can make, but it is all a construct. It does seem very, it does actually grow on trees. That is true about money. It does not grow on trees. It's made of paper. It's It's made of
0: paper, but it's not like you can pick it out of a tree.
1: Well, you can't pick it out of a tree, but it's not like you see your money anyway. Unless you actually have physical money in your pocket, most of it is not really seen anyway. Yeah, whether it be but- a stock market or a credit card or on your card or whatever it is.
0: I mean, I guess there is infinite ways to provide value. You got to find your way to provide value and then make a living off of that. That's that's kind of how it works. Right.
1: But if you can think of a way to provide value and in your mind, you don't have a ceiling about how much you should make for whatever reason, you think that's how much Mm. you should make either, you know, as a woman, I'm always feeling like talking about money is not really good, or I don't want to share how much money I make because then other people will either be jealous or they'll think that they can have it, or they think I should pay for them or whatever it is. There's like a ton of thoughts related to money that we need to really. Yeah. There are lots of thoughts related to money. Yeah. My parents never spoke about money. It was always yeah. a
0: huge secret. I still don't know how your parents got any money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My father owned a collection agency that was the interesting way to make money so my dad was an opera singer and he was he would have been good he was good really good he was a really good opera singer but he got married and then he had some kids and my brother is severely autistic and disabled and so we had to get a job and so he was working for a collection agency because as an opera singer and an actor he had a really good voice so he could say pay up your bills and sound really strong and intense and uh, and so he decided that he was going to open up his own collection agency because all he needed was a phone and somebody who would give him an account and say, "Okay, this guy didn't pay. Go get you know, him to pay, and I'll give you fifteen percent of whatever he pays." And that's what he did. And he created a pretty large business called Wide World Adjustment Company that I used to work for during the summers and during holidays, right on Thirty Second Street in Little Korea, in New York City. It's amazing into his office, yeah. But that's what my dad did. That's how he made money by
0: collecting other people's lack of paying. He did that. That's kind of funny how he does that just with his voice. That's talent. Because when you think of collection guys that you see, you don't think it's somebody just, some of like just it. talking to somebody. I, I don't have a baseball bat in my room, but that's what I tend yeah. to think of a little bit more. Yeah. Mafia collection, definitely different. Mm-hmm.
1: This is so legal. That's really destructive too. What was that show oh, they, that they showed you? There was a. It was a weapons show. I think I watched it with you once, like Baseball Bat versus Ninja. And the baseball bat was definitely more destructive.
0: I have, oh, is it like Deadliest Warrior or something? Something like that. Maybe Deadliest Deadliest Warrior. Warrior. I thought Deadliest Warrior was interesting. The concept of that show was that they would take two, uh, a bunch of, like, in history, they would take some bad... Fucker, not bad fucker, like some military's weapons in history, and they'd face it from like another one that was similar, but like a little maybe before that time or after that time. It really changed with the invention of gunpowder, though, because you can't really have somebody with guns fighting somebody with swords. Yeah. But if you look at the Deadliest Warrior, their episodes, they had some interesting. I know they had like Nazis versus somebody, and, and they would have like they would have flamethrowers and stuff. So Deadliest Warrior episodes. The first one was Apache versus the Gladiator and they would have different things. So they would have a short range weapon for the Apache, which would be a tomahawk and and uh, um uh, and they had weapons experts come in and they would demonstrate the weapons and the effectiveness on pig carcasses and things which is kind of I mean pig carcasses are supposedly the most equivalent to human carcasses. Interesting. That's what I've heard. They have really tough skin and stuff. Uh, and then the mid range for the Apache would be the knife and the gladiator would have a trident and net. And then the long range would be a bow and arrow and then a sling for the gladiator. And then they'd have special weapons. And they would start by like doing a bunch of uh, they would start by doing a bunch of tests and then they would run like a thousand simulations of them fighting and they would just see who would win. And so the first episode of Apache versus Gladiator, then you have like Viking versus samurai or Spartan versus ninja or pirate versus Knight, or the Yakuza versus the mafia and the green berets versus the Spetsnaz and stuff like that. And so that's what they would have. And it's that it's a pretty interesting show. I haven't seen it in a, in a while. Right. I remember, I think you introduced me to it. I think it's just not on Netflix. Mm. And that's kind of what decides whether you watch it or not. <laughs> but Yep, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to find some shows to watch and stuff. Oh really? What have you been watching lately? I've been watching a lot of anime. Like uh, anime. Anime okay. is interesting.
1: Cool. Anime is very fantastic. Cool.
0: I like it. It's pretty cool. I got powers, the acting, the voice acting is really good. You got to watch it in Japanese with subtitles because so the voice acting is good. In English, anime is very cheesy. <laughs> I've got to say. But yeah, and then I find some shows to watch, you know, that are live action. And I don't watch much, though. I like watching TV shows better than movies. When I watch a movie alone, I feel alone. I feel That's movies are something to watch with friends. So Whereas a TV show, I can end up binge watching by myself. Huh that is my mindset and i think that movies feel more of a commitment to me Mm. because they're a lot longer i can fit a 20 minute episode into my day Mm. Mm -hmm. or i can fit like two 20 minute episodes in before bed whereas if i'm watching a movie that's an hour and a half to two hours and unless i make a plan with somebody else to watch it i don't i just don't watch it end up watching them
1: Right. So that's interesting because you, you said two things. One is that you don't want to commit that much time, but the mm-hmm. other one is that you feel lonely.
0: I do kind of feel lonely, but I also feel lonely because I'm spending that much time focusing on that one thing that I don't know. I, oh, it, that's, it, really interesting. that's, that's kind of how my mind works with that type of thing. Huh. Yeah, no, it's, I, I love, I love your mind. I love it. I think that TV shows just are easier to watch and fit in. Uh And you don't really focus as much in TV shows.
1: Mm. Right. So you could do other things. So you do more than one thing when you're watching something
0: on your computer? Not as much now. But yeah, I mean, if I'm stretching, I'll watch a TV show. If I'm working out, if I'm doing abs, I'll watch a TV show if I do something like that. Mm. But watching a movie, it feels like I'm going to have to do something the entire time while watching that movie. So am I working out for two hours watching a movie? Mm. It's a long time. And it depends on the working out. If I'm working out at the gym, I'm not able to do that. I'm focused on other things. But if I'm working out doing abs or I'm working on a bike or something, uh-huh. like stationary bike, you could watch a movie or a TV show, watch a couple episodes, get a nice yeah, 40 yeah. minute bike ride. It's pretty good. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, no, but, I completely agree. Yeah. I like your thinking there.
0: Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Actually, I wanted to okay. talk about you were talking about the woman speaking out and woman or it's just there's. Uh, there's a lot of athletes who are making now, you know, awareness like media companies and social awareness companies, mm-hmm. and like four top women athletes are starting their own company. And this is the first one I seen. I saw a uh, article about it. It's Chloe Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do you know Chloe Kim, she won a gold medal in snow and half pipe and snowboarding. She mm-hmm. was I think seventeen at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh in twenty eighteen, Uh, she's really fucking good. Uh <laughs> Sue Bird, who's one of the best basketball women's basketball players of all time. Uh, Simone, what was her last name? Biles. Not Simone Biles. It's not Uh Simone Biles. It is uh, Simone Manuel. She's a swimmer and Alex Morgan. Wow. You probably know. And they're making a company design and it's the first woman company that I've seen of this. Cause you know, a lot of the male athletes get a lot of the hype and social justice work and helping communities. And you don't see women as much now um, uh, doing that. when they do as well. It's just the media is always heightened on these male athletes. And it's interesting. Heightened on the
1: male athletes, the market share for the male. The market share. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the salaries for the male athletes are, much are astronomical. Right.
0: Yeah. And the only comparable female athlete to a male salary is Serena. It's tennis. Yeah. It's tennis.
1: Yeah. Because the game is inherently different. So they've decided it's interesting to watch in its own right, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a game that somehow is played either faster or more competitively with men and women are allowed to play it. So I'm thinking Mm -hmm. like soccer and
0: basketball and stuff like that. Yeah. Women's soccer, though, is in the US, I think nationally is more popular. Interesting. The, The women's national team had the highest. Um, uh, had more views than the men's national team when they made the final, but mm. it's not as big globally. Right.
1: Right. That's true. And they're probably not getting paid that much. Just no, they general. don't get paid. I'm sure they're not getting years paid, years but much. the men
0: get paid in Europe or in nope. South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, South America is the big money's in Europe. Right. For soccer. I'm sure you make a decent amount of money playing in the MLS,
1: uh-huh.
0: but I wonder what the MLS salary is actually. Yeah because MLS what does is MLS not stand for um major league soccer. The average oh. MLS soccer is 345k a year.
1: In South America or No, that's Europe.
0: that's in that's in uh the US. In the US. Uh and then if you look at the average Premier League salary, which is in England, the average Premier League salary is 240,000 pounds a month. So it's about the same. No, that's 240,000 pounds a month, not a year. Oh, a month? So, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even Where, hear that. And the wow. uh, the top earned player, the guy making the most, most makes like 1.5 mil a month.
1: Wow. That's yeah. amazing.
0: <clears throat> Which is a lot. I never
1: thought that things were that big in Europe. You know, I mean, Europe, because I, I, they tend to be a little bit more socialist about their programming. That's for sure. Like, there's a universal healthcare system, I think, that lots of people will earn money if they're not working, so on and so forth. And so I just didn't, I didn't know that they were making that kind of money, especially professional athletes. I know the doctors in their socialized healthcare system just make a salary and don't make mm-hmm. kind of on average as much as some of the doctors in the U.S. do. Not all doctors. I think primary care doctors probably make a, probable, a comparable salary
0: to what they mm. make. But yeah, no, soccer's huge. Yeah. Soccer's huge. But it's interesting so if you look at the, um. Uh, if you look at a EuroLeague basketball salary uh-huh. what is a Euro basketball? League, the average euro salary budget was 14 million which is different. So FIBA basketball players make about 100 K a year uh, uh-huh. which is uh, 100k in Europe so it's interesting <clears throat> whereas in America basketball players make a fuck ton of money.
1: Is that in Eastern Europe or where is that in Europe that they're what? making? A hundred a year. Players. That's yeah.
0: all over Europe, pretty much. All over That's Europe, the average. I
1: was thinking, there's a there's a large kind of Eastern European cadre of basketball players, mm-hmm. and I think that they tend to make less money in general.
0: They play in Spain though. Oh. They play all over the place. Huh. Yeah, I they mean, play Spain's throughout Europe. Economy's
1: not doing well, from what I understand. God.
0: I don't know much about Spanish. <laughs>
1: I'm expecting you to know everything, Adam.
0: About the world?
1: Everything.
0: I know a little <laughs> bit about the world. I mean, I mean, but I think it's cool. It's, it's awesome that they're making a platform and they're trying to showcase young women who wouldn't necessarily get the spotlight. Like,
1: wait, wait, so tell me what the platform is. Like, what are it, they, what's the business?
0: It's, a, it's called like a commerce business or a, uh, they describe it as a commerce company designed to elevate women's voices uh which is good and and they're focusing on you know like one of their focuses are is on a younger athlete on a 17 year old boxer the woman's yeah. boxing i don't know anything about women's boxing i right. know women's martial women's ufc is pretty cool it's good it's cool <laughs> uh i don't know what the salary is what is comparable if you look at the best woman ufc fighter there were ufc fights yesterday that's why it's on my mind um uh if you look at amanda net worth, she's the greatest um uh woman's athlete of all time her worth is about four million dollars which she's really? made she's made about four million dollars as a mixed martial art fighter fighter and she's the greatest now ronda rousey probably paid more because she's more she just blew up and did whatever ronda rousey probably made more but amanda nuna has made four million dollars from the ufc which is probably not even close to if i look at who's another who's a comparable male ufc fighter I don't know. If you look at John Jones. I mean, I don't watch that kind of fighting. Tell me more about it. Yeah. John Jones. Oh, it seems fairly comparable. I mean, if you think about it, the UFC fight bonuses are $50,000. And that probably means a lot to some of the lower fighters on the roster. There's Uh a reason why he probably he made it $50,000. So if you're making $2 million, the $50,000, you don't want as much. You don't care for as much. Right. Whereas if the lower fighters are making fifty thousand for their fight, then another fifty thousand you're doubling your salary, so that's a good reason to try to go out and put on a show. But Amanda Nunez is, is just ridiculous, and and I know a lot about UFC women's fighting because it's promoted in the same way; it's promoted by the UFC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas boxing has so many different promotions, even for the men. The women, I don't know anything about women's boxing
1: oh that's so interesting but so what do you why is it promoted so equally for the women and men so they they get as
0: much of a draw it's it's i mean the main fight is usually usually it's promoted the men is the main event and there's a co-main event which is women depending on it uh there's definitely more male fights but there are i mean they're going out there they're fighting they're holding back and they're under the same company and it's i think it's good to promote them i think that it's good. I mean, people see the women fighting. Maybe more women get interested in UFC. I'm not saying that's the only reason to have women fight. Uh, but and I don't think they get promoted the same way. Uh, but they do get promoted a decent amount. Amanda Nunes, she was the most dominant by far the entire night. So that's part of the problem, too, mm-hmm. with women's UFC right now is that the champion's the best are a lot better than the rest of the people
1: oh interesting
0: so like amanda nunez took blessed in a round and destroyed her opponent her opponent looked terrified wow i would be terrified the lioness yeah her opponent looked (laughs) terrified but Mm. so i don't know anything about this woman boxer and they're promoting a 17 year old national boxing champion Mm.
1: Mm. and that's
0: really cool and they think that women have more to share about what they go through because women. Professional struggles. You think about mm-hmm. men's professional struggles. You talk about the minor leagues in baseball, how people are on bus a long time. Women don't make any money across, don't make much money across their entire career, even if they reach the top of their top of their sport. right And right. so there's so much more that goes into it, and so much. So they think that by promoting that minds by sharing and being open about it, there's a, there's a lot to share.
1: Interesting. And I think it's cool. People- yeah, how are they making money?
0: Do you think that they're making money on grants or this is more of a Well, they got an like a million dollars. They got an investment from somebody. I don't know how they're making money. Interesting. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. News are four really good women. And it's a very diverse group of women too. Uh-huh. Is it? It is, which I think is cool. Which uh-huh. is which is awesome.
1: Uh-huh. Amazing. So That's pretty yeah. cool. 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 What else?
0: Yeah. Uh what else? You were talking about tennis being the one that's the same. Uh, right. I think women's tennis, to me, is better to watch than men's tennis.
1: Mm.
0: I think that some points in men's tennis are incredible, and but it's too much serve and volley. Right, it's too dependent on serve.
1: Yeah, I. It's definitely dependent on serve, and it's dependent on a short game. Like mm-hmm. I like a baseline game. I'm definitely into women's. Yeah. tennis, like, for sure. The women's tennis was. I was like awesome. the grunt that happened. There's a lot of good like. Oh. Uh! Yeah, the grunting that happens. I really enjoy that in tennis. Then I know they're working
0: really hard. Put their all into it. I mean, that's the thing. Even in other sports, women don't get paid as much. Right. I don't understand why people get mad at the women. The women are playing well if they they're they're good, really good. Right. I'm not sure they're the best that they can be. Who's getting mad at the women? Oh, people. Well, Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter are famously not great. Well, actually, Instagram and Twitter just get mad in general. There was a ba- There was a celebrity basketball game. Rappers love to play basketball. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So last night, uh, Bleacher Report's like, we're going to capitalize on this, and uh-huh. a lot of people were talking about. So they had a two-on-two event for five hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars, and uh, they had Quavo, who is in Migos, and he does some uh-huh. of his own thing. They have Jack Harlow uh-huh. playing against Two Chains. And Lil baby, you might know who Two Chains is. Uh-uh. You don't know who Two Chainz is? I don't know who Two Chains is. You you definitely know who Two Chainz is. Uh, <laughs> Why would I know Two Chainz? Chains. He's famous. He he's been around for a long time. He does a, no he, he has he has a YouTube series with Vice called Most Expensivist, where he literally just goes around and tries the most expensive of everything. Uh-huh. He tries. They one episode some of these are ridiculous. Somebody's selling the best water. Somebody's selling the best air. Here's a nozzle or whatever of the purest air you will find in the world. I'm he literally introduced himself as an air connoisseur. You see, this is your regular air. Okay. This is not great air, but try this air. This air is on point. (laughs) Yeah, that's so he would tries, so he puts the thing on, inhales the fresh air. And you say and that, and they just see his reaction. And he's usually high all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: high but, on what? I mean, he's smoking pot. That's wait, he's smoking
0: pot. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. smoking pot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that's what he does. And I like it. It's a, it's a cool thing. But uh-huh. little baby was terrible at basketball,
1: <laughs> and Twitter
0: was popping off. Really? <laughs> Twitter was popping off. He didn't make a single point. They played to twenty-one. But he's uh, not a basketball player. I'm impressed.
1: He just wanted to be there.
0: You go on television. It's not television. It was on their Twitter, but you go on a thing that's broadcast on Twitter to everybody, saying that you're going to win, and you stink up the joint. No, everybody's <laughs> going to say that they're better. Are you kidding me? Tell I me know he he's did not, not get a lot of of publicity on this. Yeah, he got a lot of publicity. I mean, we were all watching it. I was entertained yes. at how bad they were. <laughs>
1: Were you enjoying so, how bad they were? I mean, I was you remember how bad. Won't you remember that he stunk
0: up the joint? There was tons of Twitter publicity more than oh, the other guys. Who played well? Everybody will remember this for a long time. <laughs> it was terrible. The other guy, well, Quavo, he was the only one that didn't play in his defense. Organized basketball at some point in his life. I think everybody else played in high school, at least. Oh, OK, got it. Uh, Tuchan and supposedly, I think, played in college. Wow, But it also shows you how that how good professional basketball players are, right? Because whenever you see lots of rappers love to post their highlight reels. I mean, I would too, if I was any good at basketball and I had videos, you post your highlight reels of when you make your shots. Mm. Well, what you post on Instagram doesn't show how many times you missed a shot <laughs> before you made it.
1: I mean that's true about social media in general, right? Exactly. That's people get so confused. They're like, everybody's having this great life, and look at me, I'm falling behind. You know, you just They're don't not. know how many times somebody, mm-hmm. somebody didn't do something well, or before they exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. That's why everybody like you know don't don't
0: don't buy the hype. Don't watch this. Or show. instead of being jealous, be grateful that they were able to do that, and it might have taken mad times, and do the and work hard, and you can take your picture then. Or take right. your picture and <laughs> just be petty and do whatever.
1: Or take the picture of you really messing up mm-hmm. and own it.
0: Yep. Whatever. As long as you own it. So I think yeah, that's about time. That happen, you'll feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's about time. That was a great yeah. episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, hmm. Again, if you liked it, please like, subscribe, comment, review. That would be amazing. Uh, if you didn't like it, well, fuck you. Oh no, anyways. Uh, no, thank and you for I listening. A in all for my
1: album, for the and, uh, song, yeah, I'll send oh. you the
0: review and post so it. We'll send a review. I'm gonna post it on Instagram, tagging at Nikki and the human element. Fo- follow me on Instagram, our reluctant vegan. Somebody posting lost of shit. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'll put our faces over rappers' faces playing basketball <laughs> for the next one. Am I able to do that? Is that. That, I don't I mean, even know he said a
1: couple of things that were a little suspect today. Let me
0: tell you, but what did you I know, say? Yeah. it's not that it's not all rappers like to play basketball. OK, not all rappers like to play basketball, but a lot of rappers post on social media showing off that they can play basketball. Bobby Schmarter did come out. He was in attendance. Thank you. Bobby is freed, but um, uh, I'm happy. He's free. But he was like, I suck at basketball. I'm not <laughs> playing. So Bobby was keeping it real. Right. Anyways, thank you for listening uh, have a great week. All right. Bye Bye guys. We love love you. you.